Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. July 9th. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You know, Saturdays for me used to be kind of a, it's kind of the low key day of the week. We would do the daily financial news and we do this live stream. It'd be kind of an early, early day. But um, I got to tell you, Saturdays have, uh, Saturdays might become my favorite day of the week. And that is because uh, what we're starting to do is deep dive sessions. Something that uh, is a luxury, I guess, now that we one rental at a time is becoming a growing brand. We are networking and working with other great content creators and other experts and other millionaires is I understand that I need to stay in my lane. I know what I know and I know what I don't. So the fact that I can get other experts to come on for 90 minutes on a Saturday is freaking awesome. So we've already done a deep dive on buy box. Again, we give it away. It's on my YouTube channel called deep dive or the playlist is called deep dive. We did a deep dive on seller financing in the 50, 40, 10 today, or in about an hour, we're going to do a deep dive on cost seg and bonus depreciation next week, next week, roughly seven days from right now, we have both Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord, and Dion from Dion Talk coming on to answer any of in your any and all questions about self-management. I think um, that's going to be a great, because I can't answer those questions. I've never done it and, frankly, never wanted to do it. But, yeah, it's, it is um, – pretty amazing that folks will do that. And then we're going to do pre-foreclosures. We're going to do, we might do ADUs. I mean, there are so many other experts we can line up, but uh, we need to know what's important to you. I will always, always, always do these deep dives with my students only. It is the only way I can control access and not get trolls and haters. But I would guess 99% of the time, uh, we will release them on YouTube within 48 hours. My intention is to release them all on YouTube, but I have to realize that it is possible, not probable, but possible, that some content creator in the future goes, Michael, I'm willing to talk to your students, but I don't want to share this with YouTube. If that's the case, and it's a, to- and it's a topic I want to go through, then so be it. Uh, I do not imagine that, but I'm not going to say it won't ever happen. So again, that's uh, that's exciting. Just I can't believe that that Dion and Matt are willing to give up 90 minutes of their Saturday uh, to us next week. So that is going to be just phenomenal. Get your questions ready. I have questions. I have questions for those two guys. Going to be pretty amazing. Next, remember this this hour is for you. Please get your questions in early. 
I have one more topic I'm going to ramble about while you put in your questions. Uh, if this is your first time joining, I strongly suggest getting your question in early because uh, in the last eight weeks, I have unfortunately not been able to get to every question because I have a hard stop at about 8.55 my time because I need to get ready for my deep dive session. So my next topic is, I believe, and I've said categorically over the last two weeks that July 20th, it's going to be a day to remember in real estate. Uh, it is the day where we stop collecting city or state information. It is a day that we get the National Association of Realtors report on existing home sales. Existing home sales, roughly speaking, are 90% of the housing market. That's a big deal. Uh, it is without question that we are going to see inventory rise. I believe it's without question we will see days on market rise. I believe it is without question we will see price cuts rise. However, as I've said for a long time, I do not see the national median home price falling. Certainly not crashing, at least this year. But why is July 20th that seminal moment, that almost earthquake? Well, that goes back to my study of the consumer. I've studied the consumer since I was an econ student in college. You have to kind of pick your thing in economics because the economy is a complex, multi-threaded beast. If you try to look at it all, you get nowhere. So I chose the consumer while in school and have stuck to it since for 30 years. More than, uh, yeah, 30 years. A little bit more than 30 years. Wow, I'm old. Um, so I believe what is going to happen on July 20th is something like this. NAR is going to come out with a report. You're going to get a couple of flash headlines from CNBC, Bloomberg, blah, blah, blah. Then over the course of the next three to five business days, you are going to see horrible headlines from Fortune, Forbes, MSNBC, CNN. Anybody and their brother is going to scream housing bubble, repeat of 08 nonsense. Okay, if you see that coming, what happens to the consumer? Well, again, you got to realize that real estate is actually a two-party transaction. This thing is amazing to look at. It's so fun. First, the buyer. The buyer. The buyer or AKA demand, right? The supply and demand. Demand is, again, a two-step function. You must be willing and able. Over the last 90 days, able, meaning you can get a yes answer from the bank, has been crushed. 18 million people who could get a yes answer at three get a no answer at six. So we already know the ability to get a yes answer is crashing. But what we don't know for certain is the willing. I believe with all of the horrible headlines that are right in front of us, Willingness to buy, the buyers in lots of cases will ghost real estate agents. If you're a real estate agent today and you have five looky-loos or buyers that are active, it would not shock me if after July 20th or certainly after August 1st, after the news media, bam, 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 that half your buyers disappear. Now, in fairness, they won't disappear forever. Again, the consumer is predictable. 
They could leave for three months. Where we are in the calendar year, it would not shock me if most buyers ghosted until January. These things are very, very predictable. The trend looks clear. But that's only one size of a two-step function, right? The, uh, housing is a two-party system. If we have buyers disappear, let's call it 30, 25, 40%. What about sellers? Oh my God, I believe sellers are going to be the exact opposite. The exact opposite. They are going to read this headlines and they are going to go, oh my God, it's falling. It's crashing. Honey, we have to list now. We Let's sell now. We'll buy back later. Let's time the market. We got this. So we're going to get a lot more listings after July 20th. Again, probably by August 1st, August 10th, August 20th, somewhere in there. Lots of listings. But here's the problem. <laughs> Just because you want to sell doesn't mean you need to sell. So if you are sitting in a home, let's say you bought it for $400. let us say it's worth $500 today. Let's say you have a 2.5% mortgage. You want to sell it today for five and a quarter because gosh darn it, your neighbor down the street's house is smaller and uglier than yours and they got 500. So your house has to be worth five and a quarter, right? I can hear these conversations going on. They're going to listen at five and a quarter. As I just told you, buyers left. They're going to have crickets, no shows, nothing. In 10 days, they're going to yell at their agent. In 10 days, they might take it off. But in reality, what will probably happen is they'll go, okay, fine. We're being a little greedy. We'll lower it to 500. Oh, my God, a price reduction, 5% price reduction. Yeah, 5%, big deal. But reality is the neighbor down the street sold in January, not in August. So that house is going to sit again. And then maybe in 30 or 45 days, so we're probably in early September now. We might even be in early October. That seller who doesn't need to sell is going to simply take their house off the market. The data inside the MLS is going to be bananas. Your buy box, which is the only thing you should be caring about, is going to, it's going to, it's just going to be, it's like Skittles. It's going to be just all over the map. Hidden inside this noise and mess are a couple of people who need to sell. It is your job. It is my job to find them. If they exist in my buy box, it is my job to find them. It is your job to find them. The only thing that I could confidently say before the end of the year is housing is going to lead to a recession and housing transactions are going to be the reason. There's a lot of people that don't like me saying housing transactions are going to collapse and be a crash. I don't understand. It is going to happen whether you like it or not. I don't, I mean, why are you shooting the messenger? But it is very likely that housing transactions could be down 30% this year. And I think 30% is a crash. And I believe unless government intervention comes in again, which I hope it doesn't, transactions could be down greater than 50% peak to trough. I want to be very clear. If you are in my world, 
of one rental at a time as a follower, a watcher, or a student. Your first job is to figure out what average in your buy box is. Then and then only, your job is to only write great offers. I promise you, hidden inside this wave of listings that I see coming are people that need to sell. There was a Business Insider article about Olivia and I, I think two weeks ago, it might have been three, where I told them I changed my buying process. For the last two years, roughly speaking, I had to compete with first day listings. I told Business Insider that I was no longer looking. In fact, I had deleted the search. In that article, I told them, you know what? We are only looking at 15 days on market or longer. And I believe in the article, it said I might change that. Well, I have now changed that. I am only looking for real pain, real need to sell. And now for me and my buy box, that's 30 days. Right now, my buy box, when I went from 15 to 30 days, about half the listings disappeared. That's okay. This is a game that could go two years, folks. My job is not to do a deal. My job is to do a great deal. And then because I am lucky enough to be in a position where I could do multiple, my job is to make sure my second deal is without question better than the first. And because I'm in a position where I could do more than two, my third deal must be better than the second. These are all things that I am hoping all of you are picking up on this. So that's my ramble. That's what I, oh, just kind of run it down. What do I think happens post July 20th? We're going to undoubtedly have a crash in transactions in 2022. That is not new. We are going to see listings explode. Lots of wish pricing. We are going to see days on market explode. Again, a lot of listings that are wished that or want to sell, not need. And we're going to see price increases or price decreases increase. None of these, none of those mean values must fall. These are all things that I believe to be, I believe these things to be certain. They could all change in a moment's notice with government intervention or a black swan or something else. That's how I see the dominoes. As somebody who studied the consumer and housing for 30 years, I am trying to look around the corner. Looking around the corner is hard. I am wrong lots of times. I am right a fair amount. So again, these are things that I am seeing. These are things that I am doing. Uh, again, my talk about national housing markets should mean nothing to you because you should have your buy box, your tracking, your area. Your buy box, yes, might crash 30%. Absolutely. I think the other day I talked about there are 917 real estate metros or whatever they call them. It is possible that a couple of those crash. Absolutely. I've talked about several of them. I do not see it happen at the national level. All right, folks, let's see what's important to you. I will scroll right back to the top and go top down as always. Oh, looks like Dion was first today. After you retired early, did the sense of I have started summer vacation like when you were in high school ever go away? Um, that's a good question. No, that's every day is Saturday for me is that summer vacation feel. And I mean that when I say that, right? Every day is Saturday is a it's something I said while working. Because I had a job that would take me all over the world and Sundays, like 
seriously, three out of four Sundays, I would be on an airplane. So the only day I had was Saturday. So um, I truly believe every day is Saturday, which is kind of that summer vibe. It's, 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 a, it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. I, it's been five years for me. It hasn't gone away yet. Will it ever? Maybe. Hey, Jeffrey, how you doing, man? Hope you're feeling well. Yeah, both dogs are asleep. I don't want to wake them up. Hey, Layla, how are you? Good morning. Craig, good morning. Uh, please, please bring on Pace Morby. We need his creative financing tactics and strategies. I, uh, Pace and I are pretty, you know, we're at least decent friends. Laura and I go back. Uh, I will try. He is uh, remarkably busy uh, running a huge company, education, filming a TV show, and having a brand new baby. Um, I'll reach out to him again to see if he's game to do something like that. Uh, what actually, you know, what would be really cool? I again, I will do this absolutely. I got Pace's legit cell number, so I'll text him after this. Um, if you could go to Pace Morby's YouTube channel and leave a note saying, "Hey, can you do a deep dive with one rental at a time?" or Mike Zuber. Let's let's push on that side as well. So if you can help me do that, um, I will call him or, or text him as well. So let's see what happens. Better Home Rental, good morning. Oh, the Lumberjack on, excited to. Yeah, the Lumberjack and Dion doing self-management. I'm going to learn a lot. And I'm probably going to learn why I'm glad I don't do it. But let's see. Jeff, thanks for all you do. You're welcome. I'm sorry have been commenting negative things. I just feel doomed. I just... Want a freaking home? Thanks again. Love you, Bailey. Fashion news. I don't know why you feel doomed. Uh, it's that's a personal kind of filter thing. Uh, I think we are heading into a wonderful environment where you should frankly feel you should frankly feel blessed. Uh, if you were a home buyer last year who overpaid, waived conditions, you would undoubtedly have doom because you feel like you overpaid. You are so lucky, Jeff that you didn't buy last year. So just change your orientation. Change your freaking orientation. Go figure out 203K loans. Go figure out FHA. Go figure out VA. If you want a home, go figure it out. You want a house hack? You want to do something? Grinding on negativity, and believe me, I've been there, is on you. You should look at your circumstance and say, wow, I am so lucky. I didn't buy last year. Just pivot, move, go find one of those motivated sellers. Go find somebody that needs to sell. Do the work. I don't know. That's my feeling. Roldan, good morning. How are you? Yes. Good morning, Tamika. How are you? Good morning, Chester. Mandy, good morning. Have you ever dealt with national lease purchase? Any opinion? No idea what that is. I, I don't know. Is that a company? No idea. Sorry. Don't know. If Jeff, Jeff, just change your orientation. If you truly have cash, you could of course buy anything. You just got to overpay. I strongly suggest not overpaying, but Hey, you do you. Chester. Uh, do you think we could see the fed capitulate and give into wall street demands to lower lower the frequency and magnitude of rate hikes over the remainder of the year. No chance in hell. My, my 
my belief is the Fed is my the Fed, I think, earned a reputation of capitulating to Wall Street. They earned that. They earned that over 40 years. I believe what people aren't appreciating because they haven't zoomed out far enough, which I have over the last couple of months. There's this nasty thing called inflation that hasn't existed in any great scope for 40 years. So yeah, they could capitulate to Wall Street when inflation is sub 2%. We aren't there. And if anybody thinks CPI is going down this month, this next week, I'm not sure what you're looking at. So no, I do not think the Fed capitulates. I think the Fed raises rates at every meeting the rest of the year. Kathy Wood, July pivot. What a joke. Kathy Wood, September pivot. What a joke. There are people on Wall Street that want the naive consumer to believe the Fed's going to pivot because it will save their bad investments. Sorry, you're going to get hit with a 75. And Chester, as you know, I talked about 75, 75 months ago. Months ago that the Fed was going to do this. And it's coming. I believe September will be at least 50. At least 50. So 75, 75, 50. That is two points in the span of 90 days. And you are going to get more after September. No, I do not believe that the Fed will capitulate, especially, especially if Wall Street is crashing for good reasons. What has happened so far? Multiples have compressed. Completely legit. What is going to happen next? I believe earnings cuts are coming. And you have less earnings into a collapsed multiple, prices go down. The Fed is looking at the pain on Wall Street and going, good. Orderly, stair steps, good. Nope, I think the, I, and let's be really, really clear. I hate, I hate that the Fed communicates to Wall Street what is coming. I want the Fed to raise 75 basis over a weekend and kick Wall Street in the nuts. We have to get to the bottom. I hate ripping Band-Aids off one hair at a time. But the Fed insists that they must communicate to this Wall Street, whatever. Fine, just it's going to be a slow, painful grind lower. So no, I, not at all. Again, could I be wrong? Absolutely. I'm wrong all the time. But as I sit here on July 9th, I see the Fed increasing rates at every the next four meetings. Good morning, Anna. How are you? Keith, American Title closes its doors, locks doors, and sends employee home due to reductions in refi. Really? I didn't hear that. But again, what did I keep telling you? Transactions are crashing. Let's see. American Title. Let's type it in my quicker Google search. American Title company. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. News. Uh, da -da. I don't see any headlines on that. 
I don't know. Maybe you have, maybe it's a very localized thing, but I don't know. Quick Google search. That did not pop up. Uh, Sean and Wendy, hey, good morning. How are you? Kane, good morning. Izzy, good morning. Da, da, da. Good morning, Invest to Wealth. Potential consumer has helped me as a trader stay short the market. No retail money to buy. Uh, Justin, if you were an agent, would you recommend clients to sell sub two or seller finance? Um, I would do what was right for the client. I don't, again, I don't, I don't, I think, I think too many people lean on a transaction. Like, Hey, I know how to do sub two. Like, I don't think, I don't think everything's a nail. Like when, when I, when I hear questions like that, Justin, what I hear is, Hey, Michael, I have a hammer and I have a hammer. So everything's a nail. Well, no, sometimes it's a screw and sometimes it's a paper clip and sometimes it's tape. So I don't think it's about the, uh, transaction type. I think it's about the customer. So let's flip the script. If I was in a situation where I had a lot of equity, my seller had a lot of equity, I would not do sub two. I would do seller financing. If my seller had zero equity, well then seller financing doesn't make sense. So I don't think it's about the type of transaction. I think it's about your client to answer your question. So that's how I would answer it. Keith, investors will not flinch on the inch if there is not enough meat on the bone. I think that, yeah, I don't know what that is. If real estate values don't go down during a recession and there are high rates, think lenders still keep lending during the recession as normal? Um well, first off, we've had plenty of recessions. Folks, I give you the 52-year spreadsheet. You hopefully now realize that real estate doesn't go down because there is a recession. So that's a that's a that's a Nick quote. That's not how it works. Uh, high rates again. High rates are good. That you know stunts demand. Right? We already talked about the 18 million people don't qualify. So so far, I'm with you. Think lenders still keep lending during recession as normal. I don't know what that means. Um, if there's less transactions, there's less lending, period. Why have we seen non-QM lenders close? We've had two non-QM lenders close their doors in two weeks. First guarantee and somebody else. I don't know. Who cares? Somebody else. Um there are companies that will go out of business because they can't produce enough loans. They were mortgage originators and now they can't originate enough loans. Uh, I think the mortgage industry will have half as many people. So I don't know what you mean by normal. If by normal, you mean tight credit. Absolutely. I think, I think lending is very tight. I think lending is a sign that liquidity has left the system. I do not. I do not think lenders get looser. I think lenders stay where they are or get tighter, at least until the government throws money at it with some kind of first-time homebuyer program. I think what we are in for is the worst crash in transactions ever. We are already seeing the worst crash in refis ever. Liquidity has left the market. People are going to lose their job. Companies are going to go out of business. None of that means housing values fall.
David, good morning. How are you? Zuber, would you adjust your days on market listing to include 30 days plus or within window of 30 days? Say, for example. So I'm just, Chester, again, I'm an open book. I just shared earlier today or as of probably Thursday, I changed my buy box to 30 days or greater. I don't, I don't put an end on it. At some time, at some date in the future, I might. But today, the buy box, 30 days, 30 day plus is is okay. If I need to shrink it later, I will, but I don't need to do that today. You are telling too many, I believe, support yourself with data. I'm not sure. How can I? I think when I say that, I predict I'm predicting the future. So I'm not sure what that means. What percentage of DEP is housing in a healthy economy? 15%. A very quick Google search will tell, show you that. Sean, I heard a strategy like 10 years ago where they would offer 50% on properties over a year on the market. What do you think? Um, I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. What I would, if there was a property in my buy box that was listed for a year, I would call the listing agent and say, okay, all right, tell me the story. I don't think you just, I don't think hard and fast rules like that make sense. What I would do is pick up the phone, call the, cause that listing agent knows that listing agents like that listing agent probably hates that listing. So pick up the phone, call the listing agent and go, okay. I'm a buyer. This is in my buy box. It's a little too expensive. <clears throat> but is there a deal here? Or are these sellers just waiting for a unicorn? It's probably what I would do. Karen, good morning. How are you? What is your opinion on when are officially in a buyer's market? What numbers are you needing to see that? Uh, Aaron, I think, I think that will depend on your buy box. For me, um, the key is days on market. The key is days on market. For some people, it might be listings, but for me, it's days on market. Because again, you can have a lot of stuff out there, but if it's still selling fast. Um, so for me, it's days on market. And again, I've been doing this a long time. My days on market in in you know yesteryear, uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be bad to be over seventy five days. <laughs> the the days on market of fifteen that's not normal. So. A seller's market in my buy box doesn't only have to double. It probably has to go up 400%, maybe 500%. So for me, I look at days on market. Yeah, that's probably what I would look at. Uh, what does Brian Lebo think about the Lake Mead thing in Las Vegas, Nevada? I asked him off camera and he says he, he believes, again, his belief is that, um, they'll figure something out. He was very nonchalant about it. He's like, basically, that's a conspiracy theory. You know, it'll be fixed because otherwise Las Vegas disappears. So maybe it's kind of talking your own book. I don't know. I don't know anything about Lake Mead other than lots of people left comments about Lake Mead becoming a, what do they call it? A death zone or something? I don't know. I don't invest in Vegas, so I never really looked into Lake Mead, but apparently it doesn't have a lot of water. Could you also do a deep dive with Tall Bond with Dion and maybe one or two others? Oh, a house hacking. Oh, that could be fun. Of course we can. 
uh, folks, if you happen to know Todd Baldwin, uh, do me a favor, send him a note, probably on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, they just had a baby boy, Todd and his wife. I, I want to say his son's name is Bishop. I looked at it yesterday, sent him a note. Uh, but if you know Todd, do yourself a favor, <clears throat> send him a note, say congratulations. Uh, just had a baby boy. So my guess is any uh, any house hacking video with Todd would be a month or two out. But yeah, we could do that. I bought last year townhouse, 250 square meters land, 1.7. Congrats. Fun. So much agree that the guy that guy is lucky that he did not buy last year. Okay, whatever. I have my first tenants move in on the week for Monday. Nice. Thanks for all the info you share. Help me get into real estate, not just talk about it. Nice. Congratulations. That's fun. I do 5% increase now in all my commercial leases. Okay. How is the ADU going? Oh, the bane of my existence. I have been trying to get this ADU built on this perfect property in the Tower District of Fresno, California for nine freaking months. We have gone back and forth with the tower. I don't know. I'm going to call them the tower authority. They're called something else. So Fresno County has their rules. Fresno City has their rules. And then there's this little pocket. Fresno Tower something. Freaking people. I have gone back to them for the third time with architecture plans. The third time. And I am waiting. I've been waiting three weeks for final approval. The latest nonsense is I had to lower my pitch one and a half degrees or something. Why couldn't they have told me that the other two times they asked me to redo this freaking thing? So right now, I am pretty pissed off. On a good note, though, lumber is cheaper. So it actually probably benefited me because I've spent, I don't know, an extra two grand on architecture drawings. But I'll probably save 20 grand on lumber. So that's not bad. Um, but I'm very annoyed. I need to build this ADU this year. I have the money set aside. I'm ready to go. Uh, I wanted to do more of these, but if Fresno freaking treats me like this, I, I wanted to build 12. I have 12 lots or 12 properties. I've already penciled out for ADUs and I've got the cash to do it. This freaking process, freaking, I'm going to blame Gavin Newsom, even though it's not really his fault. It's not, but I'm going to blame him anyway. It's really not his fault, but I'm going to blame him anyway. Yeah. So I'm not happy. Uh, I just reached out to my architect again this morning to say, what the hell? But yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Good morning, Paulby. How are you? Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. I don't mind doing that. So, folks, something... Uh, again, I love to stay in my own lane. I don't, I, I know what I know and I know what I don't. One thing I, I'm not is a hands-on landlord. So if you are self-managing or hands-on landlord, please, please do yourself a favor. A, subscribe to Lumberjack Landlord and please do yourself a favor and watch his playlist. I'm going to guess it's called product review. He's got stuff in there about lights and switches and plugs and I'm sure there will be something in there about LVT and just all kinds of stuff. 
uh, please, if, if you're a hands-on landlord, I'm not a great help, but he is. Um, yeah, go find him. Collins, contemplating making an investment rental property in Long Island, New York. Just don't want to get hosed by some tenants not paying. Uh, I don't know anything about um, New York. Uh, I obviously invest in a very tenant-friendly area of California. Uh, let me tell you that most landlords who get hosed by tenants did it to themselves. Most landlords who find non-paying tenant, again, most, not all, did it to themselves. They took the first warm body. They sacrificed criteria. They didn't do reference checks. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. Uh, you know what? Just like you have a buy box, you should have a tenant criteria and don't do exceptions. So Colin, that's on you. What is your criteria? Make it tight. Say no. Uh, I think, I think like Matt talked about, he had a listing the other day that got a hundred, hundred apps or a hundred people interest. 85% didn't qualify. Have your have your your uh, tenant box. Yeah, most of it's on most again most most landlords that I see that get stuck with uh, bad tenants did it to themselves. And I'm going to guess New York is the same way, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything I don't know anything about Long Island. I don't know anything about prices, anything about the, the landlord rules. Just from my experience, landlords who get bad tenants did it to themselves. Bonds will go up. Well, if bonds go up, rates go down. So I'm not, I'm not sure what that's in connection to. Jesse, how are you? I know a credit investor became a millionaire by land banking in Arizona, just buying and holding dirt until development companies wanted to build on it. He grew Christmas. Wow, you can grow Christmas trees in Arizona? I had no idea. I'm looking out my window to 200 houses under construction in sold-out communities in Las Vegas and just thinking about how many of these deals are not going to close. More than one. Uh, with subject two, does the seller ever inform the lender that the home is being sold? Again, I haven't done one. I'm not the guy to ask, but uh, I, I would doubt it, but... Don't know. Haven't done that. I don't, I'm not going to speak about stuff I don't know. I haven't done one yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, Canada. Yeah, I am really nervous about Canada, New Zealand. Anybody who's got five-year arms as their standard, oh, my God. If the Fed broke housing, what did the central bank do in Canada? Folks, if you want to see expensive housing, go look at Toronto. Go look at Vancouver. Go look at British Columbia. Our housing in the U.S. is cheap. Cheap. Canada housing is like 3x less affordable. It's bananas. Yeah, crazy. Relatively new here. When you say cash flow day one, does that include vacancy time to make repairs to the property or is day one the date the first one? It's the day the, that the tenant moves in. If you have to do make ready, obviously it's not going to cash flow day one. Uh, but yeah, so after you've done make ready. Yeah. Uh, 
Any increase in your renters paying late asking for an extension? Do you tell your property manager to do a three-day notice to quit immediately? Uh, I think I've talked about this a couple of times over the last month. I'm, ask, I'm seeing more and more people ask for help in the last 60 days uh, than the last two years. It's, it's a problem. This is why I've said many times that I think multifamily investors are in for a rude awakening. Their rent assumptions, their rent collection, their vacancy, all of that stuff. It's not good out there. And I think these people assuming three, four, five percent rent increases are fooling themselves. Money rained down from the heavens, which caused some people to move to nicer areas, cause rent bumps. That's all going to, a lot of that's going to unwind. Uh, so we have a process to handle non-pays. Right? It's the same process for everyone. Nobody gets special attention. Is investing for appreciation in today's market still a viable strategy? I don't think it's a viable strategy ever. Uh, back to one of the earlier comments, it has to cash flow day one. Why I never bought in the Bay Area is because it never cash flowed. I don't bet on appreciation. I'm not your guy. I, I don't like that strategy. Deadpool is about three years away for Lake Mead. Yeah, I don't know what a Deadpool. I guess that means water not moving, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't own in Vegas. Don't shop there. You can't eat gold. Do bricks and mortar taste any better? Um, I'm not sure what you're trying to say, but my bricks and mortars kicks off rent checks and more importantly, cash flow that buys my food and it's tasty. So I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Days on market used to mean local investors overlooked deals because of potential issues with the property. How you identify rent ready versus fixer? Um, I don't. Uh, I haven't. I haven't needed to worry about that in a long time. You know, I. Again, this is kind of where I'm in in my journey. Every every property I buy gets the same kind of updating because I want to reduce capital expenses and mistakes later. But when I kind of go back to my first five years, um, you know, if, today there's a kitchen that's functional, safe, and not leaking, but ugly. I would paint it, but leave it. Like if it had those old, old yellow subway tiles, which were really popular in the 70s and 80s, if none of them were broken and, and the grouts were clean, I would keep it because I was cheap and trying to buy properties. Today, I would get rid of the countertop, put in a... a uh, not not granite, but a um, quartz. I'd put in a quartz countertop and call it a day. Uh, I'm I'm not as cheap as I used to be, right? That new countertop's going to cost me maybe, I don't know, eighteen to thirty five hundred installed, especially if I get it from a remnant. And uh, it's going to look better. It's going to look more professional. I'm going to probably get a better tenant. Oh, set for life is Scott Trench is about house hacking. Never heard of him. Hi, Michael. In your opinion, will we as buyers see better deals than 2020? Monthly payment wise, no chance. No chance. I did a video that's going to come out five o'clock on Sunday about a content creator who called a crash in the US, LA and Austin. And I did the math. I did the math. That video comes out at five o'clock. It's tomorrow. It's about 20 minutes long. 
And this idiot called a crash four times, at least in this video. And the average price given the current rents or current rates, excuse me, rates, prices have to fall 43% just to get back to the same payment. And then if you want to go down 20 or 30% from there, which is the crash he was calling, it's criminal what was done. I came out loud and clear. 2020 and 2021, because of rates, was the second and third best year ever to buy a home. It is and has always been about payment. Prices are up 30%. Rates are up 100%. I have no idea how you get to the same payment as 2020. No idea. I'm not even sure if that could happen in the worst of worst of worst of worst markets. Like, I'm not even sure Boise, Idaho, which I think is set up to just utterly collapse. I don't think if you can, I don't think you get back to 2020 payment. I mean, what's it going to fall? 78% or something? I mean, geez. Yeah. I think anybody talking about a housing crash starting in 2020 or 2021 doesn't understand basic math. It's basic. It's not even hard. Stop talking about the Case-Shiller chart, which only looks at price. Who cares if the price is higher than, if the rate was 2.5 or 2.6 or, anyways, I have an annoyance with, you know, this individual. Yeah, I can fix that. Bye-bye. Uh, I manage 100 plus properties with um, property managers. <laughs> I don't manage them. That would be a good question to ask the lumberjack next Saturday. Because I guarantee you his answer is different than mine. Your ADU took almost two years, all approved and still waiting final permit. Oh, don't want to do another. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. that means death so shortage i don't know what that is yeah hit the like button thanks oh water flow that makes sense uh live in brentwood california outside the bay area builders are flooding the market with new construction a thousand new homes being built that would surprise me i don't know that that's true um, yeah, no idea. Don't know. Yeah, there are content creators. There are, um, content creators that know, know how to make money. And then there are content creators that truly want to help. And unfortunately, if you truly want to help, you don't get, you don't, uh, yeah, you don't get as many views. Yeah, Manny, uh, there's a video I have coming out 5 o'clock on Sunday, 5 p.m. Sunday, that is ripe with actual math. There was a short that my team put out yesterday, I think, but that's nothing. The video that comes out Sunday at 5 o'clock, yeah, watch out. 
Clarksville, Tennessee, going crazy. Article, some metro markets declining, blah, blah, blah. Don't know if that's true. It's crazy because other YouTuber has a huge audience, but don't worry, you're coming up soon. Yeah, he's got a huge audience that does nothing and cheers from the, or actually boos from the sidelines. It's okay. Uh, let Sonny autograph postcards with his paw print. I've actually thought about that. I've actually thought about that. Sold my house in Florida at the peak, waiting on the sidelines and want to buy and live in a four to six unit to start my first. That's great. House hacking. A, I don't know if you guys know this. I mean, if you watch my channel, you do. But Arnold Schwarzenegger house hacked a sixplex. It's one of the reasons he was able to be very picky on his acting roles. Yeah, stealth, well, stash the cash, hide the flash. Smart, 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 smart. Hey, look at that. We got to the bottom. I haven't done that in a while. I think I got everybody. Cool. That hasn't happened in a while. Well, folks, I'm going to call this a day. I got, oh, look at that. What? One more question. What things need to happen in order for prices to come down? What things would need to precede those? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Again, I don't know your buy box or your area or your whatever. Uh, if you're talking national, national housing prices, national. You need to have a deep, dark recession. You need to have 10% unemployment or seven, I say seven and a half percent unemployment for nine months. Um, you need Airbnb to blow up. You need, uh, you need it, you need it to be illegal to own more than two homes. You basically need forced sellers. If you want to think about a, like a true, not a, not a flat market, not a correction, three, four, 5%. If you're talking crash, crash you need waves of forced sellers forbearance not waves the silver tsunami not waves i mean there's been people calling for crashes for 15 years what you need is forced sellers on forced sell we're not talking one or two or three forced sellers we're talking 300 forced sellers a week 3,000 forced sellers a month. So if you, Aaron, if you could figure out how you're going to get forced sellers, then there is your answer. There's the answer. Hope you have a nice Saturday. Absolutely. My Saturdays are awesome. Used to not like this channel. That's okay. I don't mind. Uh, you're very welcome. Right. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, have a wonderful day. I am so excited to do my deep dive on cost segregation and bonus depreciation in about nine minutes. This is something that legitimately saved me 10 grand, a stack of hundreds. Uh, if you're one of my students, I sent the invite in our Facebook group. I tried to send it with Teachable, but Teachable has proven to be a pain in the ass and not working as I expected. So we will work on that. And again, if you want to be a part of next week's deep dive, buy the course, how to get started one rental at a time, and come ask Dion and Matt questions about self-management, because I have no idea. I don't do it. And I don't want to do it either. Shh. All right. Take care. Bye.